right, today going. i think i think it's my turn this time i think yeah, I've, yeah. i think i've taken the spotlight for too long <laughs> today is april 6th no 5th yeah april 5th monday 2021 my friend my buddy cow how you doing man doing i'm doing good doing good doing uh, good doing good i i never like to just start out by like because i remember like in our first few episodes i was every time you asked me like how is it going i always try to i always try to think of a word that like encompassed right everything i was gonna talk yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. not realistic bullshit bullshit yeah. yeah like how's it going i'm gonna explain to you how's it going i'm not just gonna give you one word but i mean that's a good way to start good or bad that's a good place to start yeah i'm wondering if there's a better question then how's it going? No. You know? How's well, it going? I, is the what's wrong? No, what's, no, no. What's well, good? I'm thinking maybe a good one is like how your how is your day gone? Like it opens like like how you doing? Like I don't know. I just feel like there's not much you can say beyond either good or bad. You know? No, I think how's it going is perfect because one, it's not implying that you're already not you're not trying to. Uh, seek out anything because like what's wrong you want to know what's wrong what's good you want to know only what's good but like how's it going you can say whatever the, you can answer that question however you want and it doesn't imply that a day is over it doesn't imply that a day is starting it's timeless uh it's free of space time it's simple and it's open-ended it's like the perfect way to ask someone what's going on with their life how's it going yeah, in my I opinion so. i mean i'm not trying to make it that deep but yeah i think it's that's why that's why i initially uh suggested that question format because like how was your day uh, past tense like how was it like it's over like you're looking back on your day now but w- i mean we always finish these podcasts like the day's not over let's continue let's push forward or something and so like how was your day or and then it's over like you know that's just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, that's just my opinion. But anyways, uh, I spoke to my neighbor, Kim, who I'm still just so upset you never really got to meet him because um, yeah. he's a genius. And he wanted to just talk to me about depression and he wanted to talk to me about uh, discipline in college. Uh, and I was very, I mean, that's perfect. I feel like that's so applicable for you and I, that yeah. conversation. Uh, and, you know, he went to Sonoma State and then he went to uh, one of the UCs. I forgot to get his PhD in English. Uh, and he did this all in a van, in a, in a VW bus in the late 60s. Uh, oh, while he's popping tabs of acid like every other day. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I'm like, dude, what's your advice? Because he's like the most productive man in the world. At age 72, he has like a crime board in his office. And is just constantly learning and studying and just doesn't stop. Wait, he wait, reads wait, like wait. a book a week. Crime board? It looks like a crime board. Like he, oh, because he has like all these newspaper clippings of things he finds interesting, and like <laughs> it's just all set up on like a cork board with like little strings connected, and he's just constantly thinking and like imposing himself. And he doesn't he doesn't quit. And I wanted some advice from him, uh, and he told me that, and I, and I kind of included you in the conversation without including you. But you and I are, we're in a good place because what he noticed and he taught uh, high school, he taught freshmen to seniors and he taught college from freshmen in college to upperclassmen, like uh, post-grads. So 
he's he's taught it all and he told and he said that like you and I are in a good place because we've hit this point of a mental awareness pretty early on most people don't mediate their thoughts and most people don't give their thoughts any uh any attention until much later in life especially not in college and if we can get this shit down david if we can get this shit down if we can mature if we can learn discipline 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 sooner rather than later and if we can do therapy like life's gonna be fucking amazing life will be fucking amazing if we master our minds and just become these productive machines that can feel emotions and they're not afraid of anything and we can raise kids and we can talk to people be confident be ourselves think of the future we're going to have, and we're doing, we've come to this realization at the age of 18, not 40, 50, 60. Some people never even come to that realization. We came to it at 18. And often you and I feel trapped and like our lives are fucking over for some reason, but we're in a good place. And, Mm. and he, you know, always talking to him just gets me re-inspired for academics. Like he gave me this book uh, about Buddhism, uh, and it's basically the story of Siddhartha, but in modern day times, rather than like him being a king, he's just like, you know, or the son of a king. He's like, just like an upper class person. And he's like, read this. He's like, I want it finished in the next two days. And I want a book report. And he just, I love that dude. It's like, he just expects something out of you and he like believes in you. And he just can't stress the importance of academics enough and anytime he does it he does it in like this romantic way and just gives me like a speech about it Ah, and i just come home and feel excited but we're in a good place i just want to know your thoughts on that yeah Uh, i guess the first thing it's kind of funny that you said to be productive machines that can feel i don't know it's kind of funny it was like right oxymoronic well you know i i don't think we should be machines i i personally don't like that descriptor like that machines. can feel though. <sighs> we can feel. That's the thing is like people are these productive machines in America. Like that's what we. That's it's like work more hours. Like that's how you gain respect in this country. It's not about feeling, but like I want us to be capable of imposing ourselves and not just do nothing. You know, I, I think doing things make us happy. We've decided that. Like that's that's a thing we've decided. Yeah. But we have to feel and we can't put our emotions aside. And I, yeah, machine, I mean, you know how I'm, I'm not really like too keen on what I just said. It's not like I, well, I was going to, I was going to ask, stand like, by. Do, do you want to be a machine? No, 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 no. But I was more just saying, yeah, I mean, I didn't mean, mean it like that. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't, well, obviously, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not like fucking picking apart here. I'm just kind of curious because I just had a conversation today actually with someone who talked about how, like in high school she was like this machine that just always cared for like the next achievement, you know? Yeah. And actually this reminds me of something else I want to talk about, but I'll I'll get to it. But yeah, in high school, she was always with this machine. And then like over the summer, she decided like, you know what? I can't, she actually watched this movie called, um, shit. What was it called? Oh shit. It was, Oh, Oh, book smart. It's called book smart. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's about like these two girls in high school who like just focus on their work exclusively, like locked themselves in a room, did homework all day and all that kind of jazz. 
and ended up getting into a good college. And then they saw like their friends who like partied and like had fun, but also got into good colleges. And oh, I saw like, that. I saw that. You seen yeah. that? Okay, okay, okay. Well, she watched that movie and it was like her favorite movie of all time, and it made her kind of things like, huh, I am kind of in that situation. And she decided to take a gap year to be a nanny in Spain. <laughs> Interesting. And, yeah, and and she realized that like, yeah, like. She just kind of stepped away from that, that kind of. She, I think she called like obsessive, obsessive ambition or to, uh, a toxic ambition. You know, like this constant pursuance of of achievement and, and stuff like that. And you know, it, it reminds me of this like working like a machine thing. And 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 frankly, yeah, I'm just not a big fan of it. And I don't know. I mean, obviously, I want to be better than what I'm doing now. But I don't think I ever want to be a machine. I want to be one no, to like, yeah. You know, and, and I'm not saying like this is what you were insinuating, but it does yeah, remind yeah. me of like the things that I enjoy the most. Like, there are brief flashes of some of the happiest, not happiest, like the most exciting moments of my of my time here is not really anything special. It's when I'm writing in my idea journal, and I'm just like rushing by thoughts. I'm just like bang, bang, bomb. You know, like. Yeah, there's a yeah. thought here, a thought there. I have, a, I have this interesting idea, and just boom, writing it all down and reading and and connecting these thoughts. And it's just these, this it never lasts more than five minutes, which is unfortunate. Like I, I can only imagine what a whole day like that would feel like. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, that's unrealistic, but yeah. And and then there are days where like I'm in class and it's just like it's hard wanting to think. And sometimes I would just like go on Twitter real quick and, 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 and stuff like that. And, and I, it really pains me and like, like regretful, like afterwards it feels horrible that like, Oh, I got, I'm distracting myself from class when I could be like thinking and stuff. And it's just really unfortunate. And I mean, it's a habit I'm trying to break. Um, it's a habit I'm trying to break. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it really is all about discipline. <laughs> like I never really thought of it the way he explained it, because we always say like, let's lower screen time, let's develop good habits, which is, I mean, basically d- discipline, right? Mm-hmm. But like, he really told me, he stressed the importance of discipline because he's like, it's going to be easy your first fucking year. Um, it's like, he's like, and, and if you don't get that discipline down in your first two years, you can kiss academics goodbye, is really what he said. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, we got to get this discipline down, dude. I, I mean, we're trying, but then we stop trying and then we start trying again. And man, why does it feel like we just have <laughs> like no, uh, no self will or just kind of, well, yeah. Did he explain how to get this? Cause it feels like everyone can throw out this word discipline, but not yeah, yeah, yeah. how well, you have to do it. He just told me, well, he did it through, uh, psychedelic drugs <laughs> so oh, what the fuck oh my god dude. what the fuck yeah bro what are you trying to say here man no i'm not saying i'm not saying that we're gonna do psychedelic drugs dude what i'm saying is like that's just how he he didn't t- he didn't tell me like how because it's different for everyone how the hell is he gonna fucking know how to make me discipline you know it's it's so different for everyone um but we'd have to just keep fucking trying the moment we think that we just have no self-will we're kind of just along for the road and we go on my phone we really have to dig deep and and that that productive self 
that self that wants to do things in life, we have to just dig deep, find him, and let us just just grab us and just tell us to start doing shit again. Like it is a, it, it's you at the end of the day that makes that decision. And I've been it's it's hard to like because you know in some situations you can't blame the individual. Like, oh no, they're in a system, like, or it's their whole life. But like in some cases, you have to blame the individual. Like, this is our fault. And we need to we but we can do something about it. Like this has nothing to do with anybody else or anything else. Like, even if I'm fucking depressed, I can't that can't be an excuse anymore. Cause he told me you can be depressed and be productive. You have to embrace that and learn to be productive while depressed. I mean, depression's not going anywhere. It's a part of me and it will be a part of me for the rest of my life. But it's like, how can I embrace this shit? And how can I be productive while I am depressed? And what can I create while I'm depressed? Mm. Um, yeah, so that's just what we talked about. I just really wanted to speak speak it out. I know no, none of that is too new. I'm like, I'm not really... He's just repeating what we've said before. But coming from him, I don't know why it sounds better. Oh, yeah. He's in a position of wisdom. You know, words carry heavier weight when they come from people of wisdom and age and experience. Um, I'm just, Hmm. I don't know. I just feel like, like, you know, I feel like it's been over a year since we first introduced the screen time idea. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? I mean, I think close because, like, I remember it was like the start of quarantine or like this, like when school for wait, was it? No, school was still because it was the day, it was the day you brought Jaden over. Was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You also found like a random fish outside. Yeah, we didn't do it right away though. I thought, I thought that was like something we we thought about it, talked about it. Yeah, that it was, it was that day that the idea wasn't kind of like established. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I kind of count that as like day one, right? Because it's also our discipline to start after we say it, <laughs> you know? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I still get yeah. the reminders to send yeah, you my screen too. time, but I me just too. haven't done it, I guess. I know. Like, the the reminder has just become, like, the background of my phone. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't even delete the reminder. It just is always it's there. Just, but it's, it's there, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean... Are you not thinking the screen time idea is a good idea? No, it is. It's just that we haven't done it, I guess. Yeah, I just don't think we should blame the idea. No, no, I know, I know, I know. It's yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, definitely yeah. me to blame and stuff like that. Like, it's definitely us to blame. But I just, you know, what do we do? Do we just say tomorrow, let's do it? Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It really is. Like, do it. Tomorrow, let's do it. Is the bet thing a good idea? I don't know if the is. The, I don't know. I don't know. The, the honestly, the bet for me, the money, the quarter doesn't really affect me because I'm just not one who cares about money at all. Like mm-hmm. if the bet was fucking thirty dollars, I probably wouldn't even give that much of a shit. I mean, okay, I would. Well, care, I, I would. I don't kind of care. <laughs> that would. That would yeah, be a yeah. fucking lot. <laughs> but like seriously, like I, I don't. You know what I mean? Money, yeah, yeah. Money no, I, I, I got you. I got you. I got so for me, it's just like I want to. I think it's just cool if I. I win. Like, I don't care what I win. I just think it's cool. Like, oh, my screen time was higher. I mean, lower than his. Cool. Mm. You know what I mean? And yeah, the competi- competition's cool, but it's also just like us being in it together. Like, sometimes conflict is a bad thing. Cause if, like, what if you lose like five days in a row? That doesn't make you feel very fucking yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so sometimes it's like, 
it's instead of it being a competition, it needs to be a cooperative, and we have to know when to make that switch in in attitude. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why that's why I think the bet may not be a good idea because your incentive is to have me have a higher screen time. You know, like yeah, it, it pits exactly. us against you. So yeah, I think we should go. I think originally we had the right track. It's just we do it, and then you know, words of encouragement if it's over, and words of praise when it we go under. You know, yeah, I think, I think yeah. that's all we can really ask for. And and the streak did help me. I'm not I'm not lying. In March, we were off to a great start, in my opinion. We went like seven days straight, sub three. Uh, I think it was th- four. Four? Because I, I was the one who broke it, I think. Oh. Yeah. I, I thought we were... No, I felt good, though, about it. For some reason, why the streak, it helped well, that's, me. Yeah, exactly. Because you were like averaging but, like an hour and a half. But I hate to blame this the colleges, but the moment I got denied <laughs> from a college, I forgot about the fucking streak. Just stopped mm-hmm. mattering. Um, but... Yeah. But there's no more. I've realized looking to the future, what obstacles do I have do I have ahead of me? Not not really any. I'm I'm tired of this like putting my fate in these other people's hands. Like it's this is why junior college is so enticing to me. Is you can just do whatever the fuck you want without worrying about the finances, and you're not locked into any majors. And you're not because you cost money. You have to stick to your major. None of that shit is there. I can mm. literally just. I, it's it's f- literally free will, junior college, and it's I don't have to see if they're gonna accept me or deny me or I'm waitlisted, and I just keep waiting and waiting to get denied, and I'm so sick and fucking tired of it because it's just so much uncertainty, and there's it's just so much I put so much weight on that to to decide my mental health. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of that shit. Hmm. The, the junior college is a path of I can just do it. I, I I'm done waiting. I can start in May. I can start whenever I want. And I can stop whenever I want and pick up where I left off without any consequences. Mm-hmm. So I think I just want to start doing shit because yeah, that's yeah. been tough, man. And then the college is just wrecked. It wrecked me. Man, I felt like a worthless piece of shit by the end of all this. Like March 1st, I was a very confident dude and I was really excited and I was really hopeful. I had a lot of optimism. I felt good about the future. I had like no external depression. Like I really thought the world was an amazing place. And on March 30, March 31st, uh, I had literally like no confidence left. I had tons of external depression and no hope for the future. And just these colleges completely fucked me because it's just, I feel like I had no say in it. And, and that was just like the, that powerless feeling. It really sucks having no say in it. So you weren't enough to get in all these like stories. I kept replaying in my head done with it. I'm just going to do this junior college thing and I'm shooting for Berkeley. I don't care anymore. Well, it sounds like you care very much. That's that. that that's the, yeah, that's the good part. Exactly. You know? Yeah. 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 But like, I don't care about the things that don't matter. Yeah, I care exactly. about what I can control. Exactly. And honestly, I, I, I really like that for you because it, it felt like you were kind of uh unsure of like the political science thing too like i felt like you you had somewhat of an answer but i feel like like, even as you said it 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 was like unsure like it was like me saying that i wanted to pursue like biology in college like yeah like you could hear me say it and it'd be like this this dumbass doesn't know what he's talking about like yeah yeah, i was unsure i'm throwing a dart blindfolded at a whole bunch of yeah exactly exactly and and you know ethan um ethan perez i was meaning to send you his interview that i did with him you know 
he, I think he exemplifies how you're supposed to do junior college. You know, he came in, obviously he first came in and was like, fuck, I don't want to do this. I just really want to get into UCLA, be done with it. Um, but like, you know, there's a process to it all. Right. So he joined like a bunch of clubs. He became president of the journalism club and he like did what he loved to do. He still worked at his jewelry st- store and like it actually launched a product to help like his jewelry store, um, the, the, the place that hired him, like run business better and shit. Like he just pursued things that he loved to do. And now he's like successful and happy, like literally happy. And, you know, like I, I truly believe he's going to get what he wants. And, and also like, you know, he originally came in thinking he was going to do like, um, do like social studies or something like, like, that. Yeah. like he, he took some classes and he got really into languages and now he's going to do linguistics and that's what he knows he wants to do. And, and now when he that's applies a beautiful to, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And when he applies to UCLA, he's going to go into the linguistics program and he knows. So what he's paying for, he knows what he's going to want to get, you know, and, um, uh, and yeah. yeah, like, like yeah. I think the beauty of, of this, what you say about like this junior college thing, like the beauty and there's a, there's a beauty and a, a beast, so to speak. The beauty is that, yes, you have this complete freedom and the beast of course is that you have no incentive to like stay too and to keep exactly up. yeah yeah because yeah. right? now you don't have the money to be like oh shit i gotta do this you know um so that's the well, other side of the coin and i'm wondering like, yeah what's your thoughts on that too yeah well what's great though i think if you're if you're staying in college and the only reason that you're staying like your incentive to stay is because it's expensive and because it's prestigious uh, then you're not in academics for the right reason but if you graduate from junior college that's because you wanted to. And that's because you wanted to put time aside. And that's because it wasn't because you were forced to or because of uh, you wanted to seem cooler by going to a better school or any of that. It's literally just because you wanted to grind and you wanted to learn. So like if I get through junior college uh, and I do well, it's because I fucking wanted to. It's not because I wanted to like go to Santa Cruz or because of all these stigmas that decided where I wanted to be. You know, it, it's because I wanted to. And I mean, you can, you can look, look at you in piano. I always go back to that because I just find it so interesting that you don't play it anymore. It's because your parents paid for lessons because your parents wanted you to play. And now you don't fucking play it. And same can be said about college. If your parents just pay for you to go and your parents just want for you to go and because you want to seem uh, like you're higher up in society, well, then you're not going for the right reason. So that's another reason why junior college is a good thing. That's a good but, point, actually. That's, yeah. that's actually a really good point. Um, sorry, you were going to say something else? No, 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 no. I'm a little energized right now. I had like a good lunch, so I'm talking fast as fuck and I'm probably oh, fuck, sounding yeah. a little weird, but... No, yeah. No, t- t- today's podcast is uh, is definitely a good like change to the last like seven that we did. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, before I forget to mention, um, uh, I-, I-, I decided to-, to talk with one of the mental health service people tomorrow so i'll be checking that out see if i get referred to a therapist so mm. see what's going mm. that is exciting shit dude it's i was really like excited to do therapy for some reason How, i, I feel you like you're ready uh, uh, uh november this okay. November? Last November. Well, yeah. I mean, there is no this November yet. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, like the, the, this past November. So, like, just 
No, no, no. It was before that. It was before that. It was uh it was it was late August. Late August. Because I remember we we podcasted about you you doing therapy. When? Remember we did like this whole mental health series on the podcast? And, and, I think and, it was I think okay. So here's the Oh topic. no 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 yeah 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 you 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 spoke with the school counselor. The school yeah. psychologist. Yeah, but that was literally like twice. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't get like your an actual serious therapist until August? Yeah, August of twenty twenty one. Oh. And I and keep in mind I haven't gone in four months. So I really have only had like four good months of therapy. Mm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it did a lot for me, man. I was like really in a tough spot <laughs> before it all. Really in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. You should be yeah. excited. And imagine like you can tell this person whatever the fuck you want, dude. Like this is full confidentiality. It's a private space. And it's a non-judgmental place. What's like there's no judgment whatsoever. And you, you can you can talk about your feelings, but you can also just like uh, my therapist, I once just wanted to talk to somebody about a book I read. So I, the, the whole session, I just talked about this book. And I think it was Flowers for Algernon, actually. Mm. And she's perfectly okay with that, too. She's like, these the, these 60 minutes are your space. Like, if you want to eat a fucking sandwich in front of me for an hour, if that helps you, <laughs> do it. <laughs> That's what she literally told me. Right, right. Yeah. Damn. Well, okay. Well, the reason why I'm not so excited about this is because it's virtual. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. be stoked if I were to go somewhere and shit. But I just feel like I'm just this is another Zoom thing. Like, I don't know. I, I'm just doubtful that this will work. I think that's why. Like this whole time, I'm feeling like this. This is probably not gonna work for me. Yeah. I, I'd be I fucking mean, stoked if this was in person. Yeah, I mean, look at this. We're not even face. We're not even looking at each other's face though. Like this is just voice, and this podcast is effective as fuck. Yeah. So I wouldn't knock on virtual too hard, but like, dude, anytime we're in person, it's just different. And I agree with you 100%. It's just different. Yeah. Um, I I did want to mention one thing, though, on this podcast, kind of like record it down and just talk to you about it a bit. Um, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I had a really bad problem, like chewing my nails. Did Um, you? Yeah. I don't know if you never noticed. I feel like I chewed my nails in high school a lot. Um, I had pretty bad nails. Mm. And, um... It got to the point uh, over quarantine where my nails were always short because I always chewed on them. So I, what I would chew instead is, and it's going to sound disgusting, so I'm sorry, but I, I would chew on the skin. Oh, my. Yeah, and, and and it would, like, form a scar, and then, like, I would chew it more, and it would just, the scar would get bigger and bigger and bigger, and, like, it would be just dry, bundled up skin. Um, yeah. And it got to the point where, like, it actually damaged my nail beds because, like, I was chewing the skin, and the skin would rise, and, um, like, it would lift the fingernail off the nail bed so like it would permanently change the shape of the nail bed um, wow well how are your nails now well it's still pretty bad um because it just takes a long time to heal and especially my right hand middle finger i don't i've it looks really bad <laughs> but um you know i recently i don't know why this started this it reminded me when you talked about discipline like i i always had like a nail clipper but <sighs> A while ago, I really started like cutting my nails consistently, and and actually, my my at one point, my left thumb was really bad, like really bad. Like it looked like a deformed thumb, honestly. And I was Jeez, so yeah. I was so self conscious about it. Like I would literally band aid my fingered fingers whenever I would go outside, just so that like no one else could see it. Um, 
And I don't know, like just it just randomly turned around one day where I just decided because like I would always say like to myself like I would stop, I would stop, I would stop until like one day I just stopped. And my left thumb is looking much better. I mean, it still looks kind of bad. Like you still see some scarring, but compared to like a few, like a month ago, like it looks great. And I'm for some reason I'm like proud, you know, like you should be. Yeah, and. I don't know. I, I I feel like a lot of things. This sem- I've, I think I've developed a lot of bad habits this semester, just like I did, really every semester of my life. But, um, but this is the one thing I I feel like I can take a take a dub on. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I haven't felt like a true dub in a while. I think maybe that's the other thing that's been kind of keeping me down is like, I haven't really felt like a true dub in a long time. Yeah, we've been dub free for quite a while. Yeah. Actually, yeah, but but that's a fucking dub, dude. Yeah, like yeah, I'm just I've, really happy. It's it's like it's like when you like clear your skin too. You know, like you have an acne a long time and just one. Day oh like yeah, clears up. Feels dude, like that's that a great feeling. Yeah. You know? um, but like this is slow. Like it's also like kind of symbolic too. You know, like you're healing and shit. Literally, yeah. literally healing. That's dope. Well, because I used to have a really bad habit of like early childhood is I wouldn't brush my teeth. It's fucking awful. It's disgusting. Um, and I had like orange teeth my freshman year. And I was so insecure about my teeth. And, and my friends, I'll just fucking name them, right? Who cares? Luke and Josh. You probably remember them, right? Luke I know Susan. Luke. What Josh, which Josh is this? Rasmussen. He went to New York and DC with us. He's blonde hair. Josh Rasmussen. That sounds so fucking familiar. Yeah, I definitely know Luke. Though, yeah, they would constantly point out my orange teeth to me. Like every time they looked orange, they'd be like, "Oh, your teeth are fucking orange." And um, yeah, I felt fucking terrible. I would never smile in photos. I would literally like never show (laughs) anyone my teeth. And like I've I learned to smile without my teeth for like a year because I was so insecure about it. Uh, but then I got like a teeth routine down, and I've whitened them probably like over twenty shades wider. Which was huge. Like now, I don't feel insecure about smiling whatsoever. Uh, and then I even I went from brushing like I would miss constantly miss days not brushing for some reason. And now I brush two times a day with an electric toothbrush. I floss every day, and I do like weekly teeth whitening. And even though it sounds so weird and it's like so normal for some people to do that, yeah, for me it was a big deal. And it is a fucking dub. A hygiene dub. Those are important. I just I just searched up Josh Rasmus. Yeah, he I, I remember him now. Yeah. Um yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You commented on his post two hundred seventy five weeks ago. What did I say? I, I think I remember. It was um uh yo, who is this? No, just kidding. Um it was like a picture of like a bunch of dead birds. What? Um, yeah, he he had a post like. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? You, how long? He commented, "Hello, what's your name?" And he said, "Your mom, basically." Nice. Um, <laughs> two hundred. Oh, two hundred. Two hundred fifteen weeks ago. So what is that? That's that's literally almost. Whoa, that's almost exactly four years ago. Wow. Off by. Off by seven weeks. Off. Okay, okay, that's not too close. <laughs> so so off. Yeah, by, I mean. But in the in the we're talking two hundred weeks being off by seven is pretty yeah yeah damn um well four years 
four years ago, I had orange teeth. Mm. And they were orange. Like, not just yellow. Orange. Orange. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, that was, a, that was a dub for me. You good, though? I, I sense something. Something. I'm sensing something, David. It's, the, no, no. it's the same fucking thing, dude. But I don't want to keep talking about it on the podcast. We'll keep talking about it on the podcast. I want to hear it. I do. I just, I'm just getting tired of it, you know. Yeah. But I, I've been, I've been hearing that obsession. Uh, that that obsession is headspace for like ten, fifteen times now. I think. And really? It, yeah, I just keep playing it on repeat. And you know what's funny? It's so fucking ironic, because it, you know, obviously, it brings up brings up like thoughts about about this, right? Yeah. Um, so I would always get lost in those thoughts and never actually pay attention to the obsession because like, you know, I would start listening to it and then like it would re- remind me of certain thoughts and I would mm. just like wander there and then I realized that I haven't been listening for the past three minutes and then it's over and I was like, oh, I didn't hear anything. So I'll repeat it and it happened. It would happen again and it just keeps going. And I think it's like the ultimate irony that I can't hear the thing that's supposed to be healing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah. Damn, you don't you don't want to get obsessed with obsession too. It's a tough one. No, no, that's no. You know what? Honestly, I might just do that for the for the for the sake of like, <laughs> for the sake of bragging, right? It's like I got us obsessed with hearing about obsession. <laughs> no, but um I, I'm really trying to like I feel so bad about saying this, but I'm really trying to trick myself into letting this go. And and trying to find a reason to move on. You won't I, I really like I, I'm, no, you, I'm really thinking that this is not going to work out Cal and I and I think all is gonna, <sighs> I think some things I think some things you, you're just meant to experience I don't know I even as I say this I'm I'm fucking yeah you know mind. well th- 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 you can't get rid of it I mean you you can pretend you got rid of it and you can like yeah, it's gonna push hurt it down forever. so far. Yeah, I need conclusion. I need you will I be need, obsessed for the rest of your life yeah, if you don't. Yeah, right, literally, yeah. I need. Yeah, I need closure. I think that's what it, I just need closure. Yeah, that helps acceptance, closure. Those things help you move on from things like these. Yeah, I just need, I can't have this question mark. That's I think that's what's killing me. Yo, shit! Thank you, man. I'm, I'm getting some. I'm getting somewhere at least. I feel like there's a there's just a big question mark. And like I'm, you know, this question mark sometimes makes me hopeful, sometimes makes me like, oh shit, no way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just, I just don't, I don't care if it's like a no or a yes. I just need a, a no or a yes. Yeah. Um, well, and and the fear of getting the no. That's probably what's stopping you, though. That too. But you will, you will hang on to this forever. When it's, it's that's just avoidance. If I'm being honest, is like you're letting literally something it, it would be a, a short stint with uh sadness if she said no i, I guarantee you wouldn't it wouldn't ruin your life david i know yeah, that it'd fact. be much better if it if it were yeah it's like yeah well, i heard it put perfectly but like people who are into avoidance let like the shortest term i mean the the shortest little bit of uh oh what's a good word for it um pain i guess i don't know <laughs> you know what i mean just negativity the shortest little bit of negativity they let that scare them into being like depressed their whole life 
if that makes any sense. Like they're so afraid of feeling bad that they'll just rather feel bad their whole life. Like it's the weirdest thing, but you might as well just let's get it over with. You don't want to just hang in limbo for the rest of your life. It sounds awful. Um, but yeah, like, dude, acceptance is very important. And I remember when I was, uh, I think this was late last year. No, 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 no. It was, this was more like summer of last year. I wanted to move so bad, but I couldn't decide on where I couldn't decide when I, I didn't want to leave Molly. And I just had all these question marks and I had, and I, none of it was solidified and it was just a big fucking question mark, exactly what you're dealing with. And I couldn't sleep and I would literally stay up late at night looking for rooms. I, I needed to find a room. I needed to, uh, and I had all this anxiety because I was like, no, no, someone's going to get the room before me. Someone's going to get the job before me. Someone's going to get the internship before me. No, no, this is going to solidify. And it wasn't until I accepted the fact that I was just going to stay in Merced for a year, just got past all the question marks and all the thinking. And just accepted that you know, Merced for a year. How does that sound? That all that stress died down. And I, I think I think the same can be said about your situation. Yeah, agreed. So, yeah, I just need closure. I think that's it. That's fucking fun. scary, though, isn't it? Yeah, and I don't know how to bring it up, but I'll find it. I'll find it. No, you want to talk about it right now? Well, how? I don't know. I'm thinking. Well, I, oh, yo, honestly, actually, okay, this is going to be related. I promise. Um, I recently. Um. Oh wait, no, I told you about this matcha. I I got yeah. I drank matcha for the first time the other day. Really loved it. Decided to buy my own powder, because frankly, matcha from Starbucks is pretty fucking expensive. Um, no offense, but um, so I decided <laughs> to buy the matcha powder to like you know make it myself. Because mm. I get free oat milk, so what the fuck? Might, might as well. Well, not fr- free, but like you know, it's part of the meal plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I can grab however much I want. So fuck, I can literally go in once. It's like give me eight <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I want to try making matcha myself, and I was um, I was maybe contemplating if um to like ask her to like you know, can I make matcha with you or something like that? Um, and just yeah, just say it there. That would be nice. Yeah. I love those really like simplistic dates. I mean, I know it's not, you're going to say it's not a date. Yeah, well, there you go. I fucking said it as I was going to say it. But yeah, those those really simple reasons to hang out. Like, I remember Harley and I once hung out because we wanted to make a grilled cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I just just love that shit. Because, you know, you're not like, there's no expectations for that. You're just like, oh, let's make matcha. That's a beautiful thing, David. You should ask her to make matcha. And and even like, I've learned if you're if you're really nervous and you don't want to tell someone something, to be upfront about it. Like I'll never forget what was what was a good example of this. Um, oh, what was a good example of this? Oh, there was something that happened. I, okay, I can't think of the example, but you can be you can literally just tell them like yo. Telling you this is nerve-wracking. But what? I wait, need wait, to wait, tell wait. you. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, wait, wait. Like, how, how are you supposed to say it? Well, like, for example, like, David, what if I wanted to tell you something that I've I never wanted to tell you and it was fucking just ruining me and I was so nervous and I couldn't talk about it? Well, how I would tell you is, first and foremost, come out the gate with it. Because 
if you do this, let me give you an example of what you could end up doing. All right. She comes over, you're making matcha and you're like, Hey, I, I need to tell you something. And you start talking and talking without ever getting to the point. You're just like, yeah, so for like the longest time, I've wanted to tell you this, but I've been so nervous. And 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 you just keep going on. Uh, yeah, think yeah. Of, think about how anxious that would make her. Yeah. Exactly. Like she'd be like, oh my fucking God, what is he about to tell me? Oh, uh, right. <laughs> like, and she could probably guess at that point too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's about coming out of the gate strong. Like when I quit my job at Joe on the Go, I did not want to have that conversation. But I picked up the phone and the first thing I said to Brady was like, hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm getting a new job at Starbucks. <laughs> I didn't be like, D- Brady, thank you for everything you did for me. I loved it. Uh, I, I, first thing I said. Uh, so that can be helpful advice uh, Wait, for that so conversation. What, what would you say, though? Like, What would you, you say? Your friend. Um, if I wanted more from a friend, what, sure. what would I say? Sure. Okay. For sure. Let's go. Cool, Cause that's what you, that's what exactly what's happening. Um, I would, this is how I would do it. And I'm great at like serious conversations for some reason. Oh yeah. 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 But, um, I would say, Hey, okay. Well, ah, the thing is like, I'm just a very upfront person. And like, if I have feelings for someone, Wait, I just, are you still, it. are you still in the thing or what thing? Is this still how you would say it or? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. This is okay. Oh. I'm not, I'm not quoting anything yet. Like this, okay. I'm just oh, okay. talking. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. But I'm a very upfront person. So yeah. like, I mean, usually people already get a hint that I'm like into them. If okay. I'm into them, like Molly could, could tell in like a millisecond. Uh, but still. Yeah. But I would just say is, like, around the game. person, by the way, Said again? That's my vibe. Am I, do you, do you perceive me as an upfront person? No, I don't. I don't. Well, I mean, which isn't a bad thing. Like, no, I, I know, but I, I want to know your perception too. Cause but sometimes I feel like uh, you you stay away from, I mean, not not with me, but like it took us a long time to get to this level where you could just be direct and personal. Like for the longest time, I feel like you were very like elusive and mysterious. Yeah, I feel like I sometimes still am I'm like that. Yeah, and, and so me, I'm kind of, I feel like people can see right through me, which is a good and bad thing. But yeah, if I... If I wanted to get something more out of a relationship, right out the gate, I would say, hey, I think I think I want to be more than just friends with you. It's literally the first thing I would say. That's the first fucking thing that would come out of my mouth. Because if you say that right away, David, all your nervous, all the anxiety, all the nervousness, gone in an instant you bro you smash the fucking ice if you start if you come out of the gate with that that's that's what you want to tell her at the end of the day so you might as well get it over with rip the fucking band-aid off and then that relief will roll in and i guarantee it will roll in i guarantee you if you can just get that through but but prepare yourself if she says no to you how do you think you would take it i want your honest I would give. I would literally hug her, like just say thank you and just hug her, and because it would be relief. I. And if she said yes, same fucking thing, dude. I would probably actually be more. Uh, yeah, I would also be relief and hug. 
Well, that would come Either with a whole new world of anxiety, though, if she said yes as well. <laughs> but we would deal with that. We would deal yeah, with that. That's the other thing. I don't think she's the type of person to say yes. Like, even even if it's, like, something. Like, I don't, I yeah. don't know. Well, I could already tell. Just from the podcast, I don't know why I could read her. But she would want to go run and hide. Holy fuck. That's... Yeah. That's pretty fucking accurate. Dude, that's... Damn, man. That's creepy how you can read that. That's... Yeah. Whoa. Well, she's... I I I mean that's like I'm not I'm not one of those people who like actually knows anything about people. Like I couldn't like read someone after like a sentence, but I could tell that for some reason. Um but people who do that, people who just like want to they just want to run and, and take cover, you just have to let them. And when she does just I think already then though, you're going to feel better cuz the question's been asked and you know she's thinking about it. Um, that would feel amazing too. I also don't being want honest. to be a burden though. Like she's busy with like, you know, writing proposals and grants and stuff. Like I, I feel that's like a, such a, such a, I mean, I'm essentially transferring that. It feels really selfish of me to do so. Okay, well, stop there. <laughs> that's fucked. That's fucked up. To, to one, like, let's re- let's reverse this. You're pretty fucking busy too. Would you Would you feel like? But oh my god! Why did she didn't put it on to me though? I I did this to myself. Yeah, but but if someone, I mean, let's think about your your friend who tried to put it on to you. Do you hold oh. it against them at oh, all? That's a good point. That's a good Not point. even a little bit. These, I mean, oh, everyone has time for yeah. yeah. Everyone has time for relationships, no matter how busy you are. It's like if someone's into you, I, I mean, I would want to know. That's something I would want to know. I wouldn't want that to be unspoken. So. You got to do things for yourself. And it is, this isn't selfish whatsoever. It's really not. Because, I mean, this is just common decency. If she can't do that, if, if, if she couldn't understand what you were going through, you probably wouldn't want to be with her anyways. Imagine telling her that and she was like, this is a burden. That, that doesn't seem like a girl for you, if we're being honest. So, David, let's be... Yeah, I think... And also... There is a headspace. No, guided meditation for having serious conversations you don't want to have. You can meditate about this, bro. I really need like an in-person thing, man. I'm I'm getting fucking sick and tired of this telemedicine. I it's yeah, I know. A flat to Boston. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm like in-person therapy. I I don't want to. I don't want to mean that as in like. You have to come out here. No, it's yeah, just yeah. in-person help. Yeah, this is this is pretty fucking close. So, um, yeah. Why does this feel so in-person when we've we been do doing these? this for a long time, man? I know, I know, bro. I um, this is so weird. Like, I'm so I'm so ready for this to be like us being thirty or some shit. Like, <laughs> like I'm excited like, for us being like fucking seventy, bro. Shit. Imagine the shit we're gonna be talking about. Probably nothing at all. Imagine like we're gonna think we're gonna be talking about some deep shit, but we're just gonna be like, yeah. I really okay. hope that's not the case. I really hope like seventy, we still have like this love for knowledge. You know, just like share the things we learned new. You know. Yeah, I, agree. I mean, we're definitely gonna be like at a point where like we reminisce a lot and just tell stories of old times and shit. Because I'm sure yeah. it's not like we're gonna be living next to each other. I'm sure we're gonna live very different lives to be able to tell like a bunch of stories as you know. Yeah. Just, yeah. 
but i i really do hope once we're 70 you know like that we can still share ideas that we still love to talk about you know like something yeah. like I, th- I think we should hold each other for, like if we're 70 like yo if you haven't learned something new today we'd be like yo cal you fucking dumbass get get your ass out of here and <laughs> go, go, read go pick up a book like, yeah you know, dude imagine exist. if we were like I can't believe we messed up on screen time. <laughs> we're seventy, and we're still struggling with screen time. What screen time is gonna mean in the future? You know, like, dude, imagine a seventy, man. Like, we're gonna be in a completely different universe. Virtual time, dude. I, I plug into the virtual world too often. I gotta like, <laughs> Bro, I yeah. What's gonna my... be the new? <laughs> I imagine you being like, body. imagine like our like ten thousand podcast, and you're like. Man, I don't know what to do. I'm just still obsessed with this girl. <laughs> oh my god! At that point, literally, I'm telling you, man, just shoot me at that point. <laughs> Jesus, I w- I don't think I'd be I'd be alive if if it took me seventy years like, to get over this girl. I, I would just die of stress one day, probably. Yeah, no, you your lifespan would probably be cut in half. Fuck, I I would I don't think I would last more than five years feeling like this, dude. No. Yeah, way. yeah. So. Okay. And this is a big. This is big for you, dude. Like having serious conversations like these. Have you ever huge. Had, have you ever had something like this? I'm curious. Yeah. Well, every time I quit my job, I feel oh, like exactly okay. how you feel. That's like always That's a terrible conversation for me. Uh, and the first time I told my parents I needed a therapist, killed me for some reason. Uh, I remember I had to ask Molly for space, killed me. I had to tell Molly that I was leaving to LA, and I thought I was staying there killed me i did not want to have any of these conversations like i would have loved to have avoided them in the moment but the feeling the fucking feeling after you feel free david like I, i'll never forget when molly and i we like cried on each other after having that conversation and i was so nervous and i didn't want to tell her and i just wanted her to say it i just wanted for some reason i was like yeah molly like uh, can you just please tell me that like it's okay if i leave <laughs> But the moment you say it, even if the person's like devastated, you just feel like you can fucking fly. Like all that weight is lifted on your shoulders, especially because you have felt this for so long. You're going to, you're going to feel better. I can't tell you, it might not be like the greatest sensation ever. I don't want to get your hopes up too high, but like I can guarantee orgasm from from i mean i dude it's orgasmic for me okay oh shit. it fucking is like when i quit my job just getting that stress over with holy shit it feels good it really feels fucking good um and it all it takes is just a little bit of discomfort that's all it really is just a little bit it's like getting a shot you know just put the needle in Just get it over with. Yeah. And make that make that a habit as well. I mean, we're all about developing good habits. Let's let's not let shit run on for a month and fucking ruin us anymore. Like, let's just start ripping band-aids off. You know? Yeah. I think I think this this situation you're in will take you a long way in life if you can just look back on it as a as a success story. Yeah. Yeah, damn it! I'm like imagining scenarios, man. I don't, I don't like this. I don't like playing shit over in my head. And well, that's the stories you're telling yourself. Those are the stories, and the stories are 
or harmful. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been literally over. This is what pisses me off. Literally March 5th, that episode that we had, March 5th, that was yeah. the first time I mentioned this. Yeah. It's been yeah. literally a fucking month, dude. Yeah, it's time to be free. It's time to be fucking free, David. Let's get, let's get these chains off of you. And um, let's I, just, it's, come on. What? what, what I want to hear. No, 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 I, I, I am playing with this, but I was wondering if we can maybe record like maybe every day for the next few days. And I really. Yes. Please. I, I, I would love this, to. This is, like, this is like the moments. I think this is going to be like the moment that I'm going to be the most, most vulnerable. I understand. Yeah, let's do it. And uh, I will be calling you to check in as well because, like, this shit sucks. Like, having these conversations right before, it's everything before. It kills. And, I mean, I mean, look at this, man. Your parents taught you this. Like, every time you admitted anything to your parents that was truthful, they made you feel like shit about it. So why wouldn't you want to go fucking run and hide and just never tell anyone anything? But, like, we know that's wrong. We know your parents went wrong in that in, in, in that category of parenting. So let's fix it. Let's do this. <laughs> and and just some, some advice I can give you because I remember I had many sleepless nights before having conversations like these. I, I couldn't sleep. I would have to, I'll never forget when I went, had to tell Molly like, I was going to move. I had to, every single night for like a week, I had to get on my bike and bike for so long until I was so exhausted that I just had to fall asleep because I was so stressed that I wouldn't be able to fall asleep without exercising until I passed out pretty much. So some advice for you is to not try to push this nervousness that you're feeling down. What I always try to do is like distract myself from this nervousness uh, and this anxiety of like pre-conversation. But while you're laying there in bed tonight and you're thinking of all these stories, lean into it. Don't try to pick up your phone and, and, and think of something else. Like, feel nervous about it because it's fucking nerve-wracking. Like, it is nerve-wracking. This, shit's, this shit will, will stress you out for a long time. So the, the, when you're nervous about it, feel nervous about it. Don't, don't try to think of anything else until you feel like you have really felt the nervousness and what it's trying to tell you. All right? that will help you sleep and and sleep is important when you're leading up to something like this hmm. okay yeah and I'll, I'll make sure to keep you updated um yeah but i did want to ask though um you said you had a good day yesterday i just want to hear something good oh yeah um so uh my friend Taylor and I we're trying to do this thing where we like go out of town like once a week. Who is And it's Taylor, great. I haven't heard of her actually. T- Taylor uh Sylvia, she went to Stone Ridge. Um and she's hella cool. I mean, she's not like into like academics or anything. I mean, she's 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 smart, but we don't have like a lot of similar interest. But I kind of like that for some reason. I don't know why, but we just hang out. Like she's just a great fucking friend and what I what I, what I love about our friendship is she's just down to, to go anywhere. I, I don't have like any friends that are like down to go anywhere, but like I'll text her the night before and be like, yes, somebody she's like, yes. And we go 
<laughs> or like Santa Cruz. Yes. And we go. And I've always wanted a friend like this. So we've is been. The same, is she the same grade as you? Yeah, she's 19. Oh. She, cool. she, and she's uh, just taking like a few classes at the JC. Not taking a lot, but yeah, dude, good vibe. Um, and we just, we took Yard's bus. We just listened to music on the way there. Oh, and the waterfall. Nice. The waterfall was going fucking crazy. <laughs> it was going crazy. Oh, it's springtime. Like, oh my yeah. god, I bet it's beautiful yeah. there. Dude, it rains on you. Like we I always love getting as close as I can possibly get. I love getting so close to the waterfall that the wind is literally pushing you backwards. Like that's when you really feel it. And you can't beat that sensation. And you're just soaking wet after. Like that means you really experienced the waterfall. You didn't see it from afar. Like you were fucking in it and you felt it and you heard it and you smelt it and you did all your senses were exposed to the waterfall. So we did that. Um, and then we just hiked for like eight fucking what over eight miles, I think. And we climbed like over 20 stories uh, and we just chilled and we found this really nice spot uh, on the side of this like mountain where there was all this packed, even though it was like 70 degrees, there was all this packed ice Uh and we just like set, it was because it was really hot sitting next to the ice. It just cooled us down and we just took a nap right there. And she's like a total stoner. So she like <laughs> smoked a joint. Which oh is, my God. Smoking a joint Yosemite, dude. That's. I know. And and we just, and she just sat back and just watched. I didn't do it because like it would have made me just really tired. It's what he does to me. But oh. I know I should have, but like I wouldn't have been able to hike back. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. Um, I've yeah, she just sat. What type of person I am for like I know like you have the munchers, you have the sleepers. Yeah, I'm a sleeper. The sleeper, okay. Yeah, it's I could never smoke weed and hike. I would literally like hate it. Yeah, it's a downer for me. But is it ever an upper? For some people, like Joe really? Rogan, smokes weed to be productive. Oh, I, mean, I think those are like for like the really high functioning people. Like, yeah, like I guess so. them down to like an acceptable level of focus. Yeah, but like she smoked this joint by herself and just hiked another five miles like it was nothing. Damn, that's like wasn't even bothered. Yeah, and it was a really nice day. And then we just listened to "Call Me by Your Name" soundtrack on the way back, and like sun setting, nature with like all this beautiful, oh. elegant piano music. Holy oh, shit! Oh my fucking god! Dude, you're gonna be yeah. crying right now, man. <laughs> I mean so that's beautiful. it. It was amazing. Um man. I love Yosemite. Yeah. I, I love it. Have we ever hiked Yosemite together alone? We never we went to Yosemite. We never that went. That is a fucking sin, bro. Yeah. Bro, I'm we were going to but planning on taking a gap year just to just to go back. Dude. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. But anyways, um yeah. Damn. Good shit, man. I'm, I'm, oh, thank you for sharing. I just needed to hear something happy, man. That worked. Mm-hmm. That worked. And I just want to tell you that the end is near of this obsession thing. Like, I believe in you, and I know you're capable of doing this shit. Like, I know you are. So, if the end is near, and we can just be free. <laughs> it's you know what I mean. We can be free. So. Bro, I'm going to fucking cry here, man. Jeez. Well, fucking cry here. You know what I mean? Like, nah, that's pretty hard. Fucking... I mean, my eyes are kind of wet right now, but like, 
That's good. It's a good thing, David. Serious shit to get me to cry. It's, I think <laughs> I told you this, right? Like, it's hard for me to cry and like, like really want to sometimes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I'm the opposite. <laughs> Man, I, I I envy that for you. I envy that. <laughs> yeah, and, and and today, just wanted to clarify. Today, you just you had that talk with with your neighbor and what's his name yeah. by the way? I keep I keep reading. Uh, Kimbro Laughlin. Uh, Laughlin PhD. Wait, Kimbro. Wait, what's his first name? Kim. Kimbro. Kimbro. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. But, uh, but we just call him Kim. Kim. Okay. Kim Laughlin. And so, so you did anything else? I uh, went to work. Had the worst shift of my life, but I've learned to just like have a shitty day at work and just leave it at work. I don't take it home anymore. That's good. Jesus, you are just on a fucking roll with this right now, bro. I know. I know. Well. Yeah, for some reason, why the depression didn't really do anything to me today. So, because is it like you didn't let it, or it just never surfaced? No, I mean, I guess I. Well, if I'm being honest, it's kind of partly cloudy and cold here today. It's like 69 degrees. Fuck! I just hope that's. I, I hope this depression thing is in my control. I hope it is, because I I, I did do good things today. I was productive today. Made a nice breakfast today. And I, and I really am hoping that like it isn't a seasonal affective disorder because, fuck, dude, imagine the weather being the only deciding factor yeah, whether or not a day up. is going to be good. And But today the weather was perfect. Fuck, you know? Mm. Fuck. So that's my that's the thing I'm kind of nervous about today. But like today, I was not depressed. And today was a dub for me so far. And, and today's not over. I have been challenged to finish a book in two days, so... Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get fucking started tonight. Nice, nice, good shit, good shit, bro. Fuck, I'm happy for you, man. And honestly, yeah. I'm feeling happy just knowing that you, like, you're in this dub state, man. I'm, <laughs> and I'm, I'm feeling happy that that we, we we were thinking of stuff for you, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't no, feel stuck about this. Yeah, I'll, I it'd be great if we can have something daily going until this happens, because um, I think I'm gonna need it. All right, tomorrow I do work at. 7 30 p.m to closing so we'd have to do it before if that's possible okay, okay. maybe six again six i actually like this because the sun's kind of like setting right now it's nice for me yeah all right okay man thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you <laughs> thank you david too appreciate it um sun's rising my friend feels like yes feels like i night agree over it's kind of like that, you know, like nights, nighttime, and like we know the sun's gonna come up eventually, you know. Yeah. You know yeah. that. Sorry, I know that I'm fucking dragging this shit on, but go ahead, drag it. Point. Um, <laughs> I remember the first ever time I played Minecraft, I got so fucking scared at night, bro. Like just like the hearing the sounds of the <laughs> shit. And yeah. I, and I, this is like it's so memorable. Like when I saw the sunrise in Minecraft. <laughs> it was so fucking relieving like knowing that like those mobs are done and shit and like bro like i never knew a video game could be that relieving to see a sunrise like yeah. holy yeah. shit alternatively too the sunset's fucking scary as fuck in minecraft too. yeah it is it is you know it's like oh shit it's coming um but yeah you know i i think uh i think i see a sun in the horizon you know maybe not see it yet but you can see some of the orange creeping up from the from the skyline you know yeah yeah and and the mobs are like all of our issues in life and, and they're gonna get burnt don't don't they like burn at daytime 
burn out yeah, and die. Yeah. So. Yeah. so there we go. Burning um, away our demons. There it is. Well, I think I'm driving to go here. Enough. I think we're good. This is uh, <laughs> this is how David and Cal felt on April fifth, sixth. Fifth. Oh wait, what? Sixth oh, it is sixth. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday. Holy shit! Yeah, it's Tuesday. Oh my god. Okay, well, April sixth, twenty twenty one.